All right, hey, what's up, Podcast America? Welcome to episode 440 of the Enlightened Neanderthals. And before we get into show notes, am I wrong? 440? I said 40. 40. Oh, 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 oh. I thought he was saying <laughs> You yeah. did it a little quick for me. Uh, yeah. Anywho. We have slow ears and slow brains. Yep. All right. We're going to talk about our best friend, Tyler Stanaway, and everything that he has going on over there at CompassionateViking.com. I don't, I don't even know where to start when I'm describing Tyler these days. He is the electric north. Stones shaman. and bones. Stones and bones, baby. And I think that rather than take my word for it, just go to his website or email him at... Oh, God. The Compassionate, Compassionate Viking. Viking no. at com. Either way, it'll be on his website. Go over to CompassionateViking.com and check it out. And then we have my own Training Northwest, which you can find at trainingnorthwestllc.com. The full 2024 range training calendar is up. Uh, I'll be adding some dates for first aid and commo. I sat down with Brent a week ago, and we nice. started hammering out some uh, curriculum and ideas and whatnot. So that is nice. fast. That's, that's going to be on the schedule here real shortly. And then you guys will hear in this episode, uh, Jordan and I talking about a few... Uh, few things that are going to be coming up as far as uh, learning how to butcher your own animal and cook it over an open fire. Um, culinary it, delights. Say what? <laughs> culinary delights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With Jordan uh, Creek. Uh-huh. Um, and then we, let's, uh, let's mention our friend Danny's podcast. It is White, White Belt Mafia. White, White Belt, Belt Mafia. Yep. And it's on the major, uh, it's on Spotify. Spotify and for probably sure. probably Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. So yes. Give him a listen. He's a good friend of ours from the gym, and I'm I have not had a chance to listen yet, but I'm sure it's, it's good content. It's great. It, he, basically, his his thought process behind it is getting um, a podcast for white belts or for people interested in beginning jujitsu. Mm-hmm. So it's a uh, is it jujitsu specific or is it it's jujitsu leads to life? Jujitsu specific, like he wants because he he sought out to make a podcast that's he couldn't find himself. When he was interested in jujitsu, there was no podcast. He said he would uh, always have the podcast, podcast he was looking for. Yeah, and he'd find these podcasts, but then it was a couple black belts that are talking high level technique, and they're talking about oh, I grip like this on a Baron Bolo versus yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they you it's have no idea what they're yeah, saying. it's really niche stuff. So he wanted to have something that was a little bit more uh, set for white belts. It's a great podcast. Just flail over the top cool. and then grab. Yeah. <laughs> Two arms. Just wiggle as hard as he can. <laughs> Squeeze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I was just on it uh, this today. It was the release date. Oh, was man. It really? Shout oh, out. We, oh, Go listen. Yeah, we can Go listen. So, yeah, Tyler's been on it. I've been on it. And oh, cool. uh, somebody else will be on here shortly. He's I'll, doing a good job. Uh, I'll subscribe then. Is, yep. is Will's podcast out yet? Or is that still in the works? Uh, there's an intro for the Patriotic Islander. Is there? Okay. Yeah. Follow. I heard it today. Follow that one too then. And you know what? It's actually safe to say that the reason we started this podcast, I just was looking for entertainment from a couple of idiots and it wasn't out there. Mm-hmm. And so Copy. I thought, who are, who are the stupidest people I know? Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. Check, check. We're all, we're all right <laughs> here in this room. <laughs> yeah. We got to go find them. <laughs> Let's read a book. Uh, yeah. Man. All right. So this was another ADD episode because we started out wanting to talk about corruption now this was a lot of heart this This was a lot of heart a lot of rants a lot of yeah yeah but it's a lot of everyone feels frustration this is 2024 we're going into an election year there's 
frustration everywhere in government, in representation, in what you see as safety around you. And just, I mean, these are the thoughts everyone has. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Enjoy episode four zero. All right, we're recording, and I think this is episode 40, four, yeah, four, four zero. We are damn near at a year. In fact, I just got the, the notice of renewal to pay the, uh, <laughs> the annual fee here in a month. Oh. So we're, we're coming up on a calendar year, even though you know, we've taken a couple of weeks off. So we're, we're closing in. So episode four zero, and I was going to suggest that we talk about corruption within our public institutions that we trust and fund to basically fight corruption, right? So I think it's fairly obvious that the Department of Justice and the FBI are no longer nonpartisan entities, which when you get to the point where the people who are supposed to enforce the law only enforce the law in certain cases, are we now just a nation of corruption? Well, it seems like the DOJ at the moment is swayed by the Democrats. Well, sure, but I mean, but my point that, is... I mean, how, how does one side of the party get a three-letter agency in their pocket? Like, why wasn't it Republican more so than Democrat? How po- does... Po- uh, political appointees, right? Because the director yeah. the director is an appointee, and then he hires all his uh, deputies and lieutenants. But like... Uh, but even, even down to the rank and file, it kind of seems like... The FBI and the DOJ are, are the corruption seems like it's fairly complete because if you think about it, we know that the Hunter Biden laptop is legitimate, which means that Joe Biden, as the vice president, was engaged in pay for play conspiracies with the Chinese, which is treasonous. And there's also sort of a host of other crimes that have, have come out that various political and or, or let's let's even think about like the uh, the Twitter files. Like the FBI's direct involvement with what was and was not censored during the 2020 election and the fact that there was this uh, CTIL, which I I can't remember what it stands for, but it was a conglomerate of government and private organizations that also engaged in censorship of social media during the elections for the sake of suppressing uh, Trump, basically, and, Mm -hmm. and ensuring that Biden would get elected. And so now that we know that all this evidence exists and absolutely nothing is being done about it. I mean, what at, at this point, how, how do you not lose faith in the fact, like we're supposed to be a country of law and order? Well, I mean, did you see that little CNN thing with uh, Rachel Maddow where she, so Rachel Maddow is like there. I know who she is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got in a fight with her the other day. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, when the uh, Trump won Iowa. Yeah. Right? By, by a fucking landslide. Land yes. Yeah, Trump 2024. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> um, yeah, but she she went on, and or she was on, like, covering whatever. Um, and basically, they were like... Uh, Racism? Well, no, the president, uh, or... Former President Trump has just won Iowa, um, and he's giving a speech right now. But um, we at this news organization and affiliates uh, are about the truth, and we will 
um, we're not going to play his um, his speech, his or speech uh, and we we don't want to put the lies out there that are being said. So they just said he was lying right out the gate before the he, in the middle of his speech without knowing what he's without saying. knowing what he's saying. No, saying he's lying. So first, uh, off, honestly, it doesn't bother me when it's like CNN or MSNBC or even Fox News because well, but at this point, everybody knows that that's propagandists. I know, yeah, I know. Like that's the the people who listen to it. And yes, they just take go, that as they fact. go. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah, Rachel no, Maddow said thank it. You, so then it's thank you, thank you for thank you for s- filtering everything yeah. or censoring what we need. But that's where it starts, right? Like yeah. people are okay with it being out front and open on a main news out platform right um but when it comes to further down the line right like if they're okay with it here they're gonna be okay with it over there yeah i i again when it's coming from media it doesn't bother me as much because uh, the the mainstream media is digging its own grave so since i i was reading uh i subscribed to michael schellenberger's Substack. i really mm-hmm. like him and uh one of the articles they posted last week was just statistics on legacy or mainstream media. And since it's like, I think around 2015, all of these different, you know, ABC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, Fox, and you know, all the, all the, all the letter networks, yeah, New York times, Washington post, all of the sort of mainstays of, uh, media in the country, their, their viewership and readership is declining by 30% per year. So every year they are losing another thirty percent, and it, it's only a matter of time till they bankrupt themselves. Well, it's because dying every- out because of generation. It's the boomers that watch that. I mean, it's like the Vivek, the Vivek effect. You yeah. know, like you look at how much attraction he's gotten, and it's like, yeah, the guy's gone on every podcast in the world, and he's because he speaks his mind. But he, he speaks filter. his mind. Oh, but man. what do you guys think about him? I, I would vote I for him. He withdrew from him. the race to support Trump yeah. today or him? yesterday. Yeah. Oh, I, I like okay. him. Some of okay, his policies let's, let's, I don't, but I, I like the guy a lot. Okay. He's a he's a billionaire? Yeah, yeah. from medical. And, I, from and medical. I know there's all kinds of conspiracy theories about he is big pharma and he's just a deep state plant. And, and the I, Davos thing. Who knows, man? I, I, he says knows? all the good stuff, though. He said, he, I, everything, everything he says, he's I saying, I support. Yeah, so it's like he knows. He It's like he's talking to my soul. <laughs> he can see me. Yeah, he he's sees looking, me. He hears he's looking me. right inside me. Yeah. Shut uh, the fuck up, he said. I was, oh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, he's got the most votes for young voters yes. from 20 to 35. And yep. it's because he's applying his, 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 his speeches, his debates. Everything is on a new platform. None yeah. of it's on CNN, Fox, any of these yeah. old school legacy media formats. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but back to what I was saying is that. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. You're good. Um, you, even older generation, like my mom. My mom's 71. She is realizing that those mainstream networks are. It's all propaganda, and it's not actual journalism. So, one of the good things we do have is that thank God for internet and smartphones. Yeah, one TikTok. of the good things that the. Yeah, one of the. <laughs> What's her account? <laughs> Give her the, a shout the, out. The, the silver lining. <laughs> the silver lining to all of it is that there is a new generation of independent journalists that are actually showing facts and they're, they're not just going with the bought and paid for uh, company byline from whichever political party. Yeah. Or I should say whichever wing of the uniparty is paying for their, for their time and information. But going back to now corruption 
at the Department of Justice within the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And what do you, what, I mean, what options are we left with when we know that our system of law and order is no longer enforcing law and order equally, that it's a very lopsided, one-sided system of enforcement? I go back to Vivek. Like, his thing is, is he wants to gut the three-letter agencies. He wants to get rid of the FBI. And I think we talked about it in the past that you had the Government Oversight Committee formed in the 70s because of, like, I mean, let's say all the assassinations that happened in the 60s and in the 70s because they got out of control. Yeah, and, and that, that was specifically the CIA. That's another one. We now it's it's fairly fairly well documented now that the CIA killed JFK. Yeah, I I've always kind of thought that. Yeah, it's, and then there's even like fast forward to modern times, there is enough. Uh, I don't want to say evidence. There's enough suspicion of election tampering in 2020 that warrants an investigation. And, a lot, and if you say that should be investigated, a lot of people start screaming at you. But this should be a nonpartisan issue. Like everybody in the United States of America should agree that we want secure elections and we want legitimate election mm-hmm. results. So why anybody would be opposed to in person investigate? Well, a yeah, <laughs> I, ID requirements, in person voting, and then investigating any suspicion of wrongdoing. And like, what? Why? Why would you be against? ensuring a, a fair election yeah and yet yet, well, we are. Mean, yet yet all this all these videos of people you know cutting open boxes who's it, supposed to handle that exactly well so is it is it the people that we're supposed to just say hey you know what at at this point we all believe because i don't think anybody thinks politicians are telling the truth anymore yeah i don't think people have a lot of faith in elections or anything like that but so as as a people, as a society, at what point is it our duty to say, ah, 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 ah. yeah, no? It feels like we're getting there. We yeah, uh, but I mean, what what do we do? What's the action of it? Is it okay? Well, hey, you can't do that. You are now not. I'm telling you, you're done. This whole group out here, we we're peaceful, and we're telling you, you're done. Yeah, that is it. Yeah, no, I, I think and I think that we may come to that. Sooner than we realize, well, maybe not to that, but to a point where we either need to accept that we've been taken over and we no longer have uh, a voice and freedoms that we have thought we had, mm-hmm. or that we actually need to do something about it. Yeah, that that that's what I think, and I I don't think. I mean, you look at. Do you ever think about we might not have an election this year? Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I think World War Three could be used as an excuse to suspend yes. the election. I think that multiple, I mean, Washington State is trying to put a law on the books right now that any candidate can be removed from the ballot for any reason, so long as there is a two-thirds majority vote in the state Senate or yeah. state House, yeah. which means, which obviously is they want to remove the Republican candidate, specifically Donald Trump. You have what Maine and Colorado have already removed him. And you saw what happened in Iowa, which... When the courts are now attempting to remove a candidate from the ballot and a candidate that obviously has a lot of public support, mm-hmm. that, that to me constitutes a crime Tyranny. against, yeah, that, that is a crime against the citizens of the country. Well, that's what they said Trump was, was a, but uh, everybody's too worried about what the legalities are. 
It, that's, it, that's the problem. That's the other everybody thing. doesn't know. We we've we have put red tape and bureaucracy so it's so like just bound up. Nobody knows how to navigate it, yep. and they've meant to do that, or maybe they didn't mean to do it. But it's where we've gone with like the more the more Sue happy we get, the more all this thing. And I get how certain aspects of life need that. They need um, people to be held accountable um, contractually and all this other stuff. But like now we've gotten so far down the rabbit hole, of all these different rules and regulations, nobody knows where the target is. And it's like, okay, well, what we're going to have to do is hire a group of lawyers and they're going to have to just start tearing up apart a bunch of different law that nobody knows how to read because it's level like 21 grade. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, so yeah. like the common man can't just pick up, uh, you know, a book and read through it because the way it's written is so just like it's out Latin. there. It's, uh, it's, well, it's not, well, it's not even, even understand. It. It's not even Latin. It's just the way all the legal jargon that's in but there. But that's what I mean. So, it's like trying to understand Latin. Oh yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. Right. So, um, I want to read you guys a quote from Atlas Shrugged because it's appropriate here with, you know, the idea of just adding regulation on top of regulation and trying to, you know, one, well, I'm getting too far ahead of myself, but here we go. Okay. Quote, did you really think we wanted those laws observed? Said Dr. Ferris. We want them to be broken. You'd better get it straight that it's not a bunch of boy scouts you're up against. We're after power and we mean it. There's no way to rule innocent men. The only power any government has is the power to crack down on criminals. Well, when there aren't enough criminals, one makes them. One declares so many things to be a crime that it becomes impossible for men to live without breaking laws. Who wants a nation of law-abiding citizens? What's there in that for anyone? But just pass the kind of laws that can neither be observed nor enforced nor objectively interpreted, and you create a nation of lawbreakers, and then you cash in on guilt. Now that's the system, Mr. Reardon. That's the game, and once you understand it, you will be much easier to deal with, end quote. So what they're saying there is that you create so many laws and regulations that it's damn near impossible to go about your life without breaking something. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to get me on spring bear this year. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, but that's the, that's the thing, right? So at, at what point everybody's worried about how we handle it, mm -hmm. and the, the question is, really, what everybody doesn't want to ask who are we going to kill? Yeah. Who who are we going to grab and say, hey, guess what? You all, all of you guys who have been stealing from the American people, giving our land away, giving giving our tax dollars away, d just being corrupt. Trying trying to regulate the middle draining, class. Draining the swamp yes. at some point. Everybody, That's what everybody wants to say. Yes. And at the, it's like I'm talking into a microphone. And it's like, can I even say that? <laughs> Um, Am I allowed yeah, to say I've, this? I've already said as much. You so. know what I mean? But that's the thought. It's like, it's like, oh my, is that, cause I'm not. Now you're, now you're committing a thought crime. You know what I mean? Like at some yes. point it's like, is that, is that something that like. And they'll, they'll say that you and I are extremists, but the reality is. Everybody's thinking it. Yeah. We're, we're taxed at over, like when you add up all the taxes you pay, it's over 50% of your income. When you think about the regulations you deal with on a daily basis, it's fucking insane. Like you know, trying to start a business here for the last two years and just realizing the, the amount of regulations I've had to break to start a business and the amount of laws that I break on a daily basis just to go about my life. I've kind of got to this point where I'm like, fuck it. I no longer 
recognize the authority of a lot of these state and local institutions. And at some point, it's almost inevitable that they're going to come knocking. Exactly. Knocking. They're, they're going to come looking for a fight. Yeah. And my answer is going to be, fuck you. I'm going to fight till the end. Well, I mean, so that's, that's just the, I'm not going to, the idea of that I'm going to go to court and try to play their game. Like it's a rigged system. Yeah. Why, why would I yeah. play the game? They within, have all the money. They'll yeah. Win. I'm, I'm not yeah. going, I'm going to play the game under my rules. Yeah. You're playing against the house, and, and when the you house enter, wins, you know? yes. And I'm I'm telling I'm openly telling people now that if you want to fight me, I'm fighting by my rules. And when you enter my arena, it's you're entering my game because I know it's stupid to enter their arena. It's yeah. their rules, and the game is rigged for them, yeah. so I won't do it. Yeah, it's 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 a scary it's a scary proposition. It is is what it comes down to. Is like I I don't feel comfortable in. Like with the thought of that, but the fact of the matter is that's what it is. Yeah. Like I mean, I I joke about this bear thing, right? But we didn't get a vote on this. This was some lady deciding. Yeah. There was there was a there was a public comment period that was so far, you know, out there where everybody was like, oh, we we want to hunt bear. Yeah. There was some people that said they didn't, or I'm sure you know whatever, but. So then For the, she, the, the she vast unilaterally majority, well, just she shut just it says, down. Yeah, yeah, we're we're shutting this down, and uh, the the bio, uh, biologists were. It, there's plenty of bear mm-hmm. to have a spring bear hunt the way we've been having, yep. and we're good to go. And she goes, "It's not a science based issue; it's a social based issue." <gasps> and what the fuck are it, you talking about? Are we supposed to trust the science? We're supposed to trust the science. Yeah. I thought Fauci, Fauci told yeah. me that. If it's a social issue, is it because they're black bears? Jeez. <laughs> Equity. Yeah. Can we hunt polar bears in the spring? Yeah, white bears need to go down. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, a it's problem. Just, it's yeah, oppressing it's, the black bear. It's ridiculous, you yeah. know. But that's that's the shit that's like going on, and it's like, what do you mean? Who has the right? Like when I see some a human stand in front of me, and like at first, I I used to think like what they were wearing mattered. What what their what their whole gig mattered, and it's like you look at another human anymore, and it's just like you're just a human, yeah, standing in front of another human. Like, what the fuck do you? Yeah. How do you think you have the authority to tell me what the fuck to do? Yes, like you see cops like get, getting pulled over today. It was just like he walked up. He's like, hey, how's it going? And it's like I used to be like very like, oh fuck, it's a cop, and now it's like, listen, motherfucker, I'll yeah. drag you into this car and beat you. Yeah, it was just like, oh, oh the guy was nice, cool. He, you know caught me red-handed it was it is what it is right but except well here's the other thing so here's here's a state paid employee which means taxpayer paid mm-hmm. law enforcement employee pulling you over for looking at your cell phone which technically is a violation however I, it's unsafe how many fucking crimes are going on within a one mile radius Around. of where he yeah. pulled you over like yeah. oh, like I, I can't take my kids to the grocery store and not without paying attention, like, oh, don't park in that corner because there's some guys smoking meth on a tinfoil tray back there. Yeah. Yeah. But but we have state troopers. And honestly, if you're a state trooper and you're listening to this or you're a county sheriff's deputy, and if you're pulling over fucking working class citizens and giving them traffic tickets while all this shit is going on, shame on you. You should be fucking embarrassed of yourself and you're a goddamn disgrace to the uniform and to the badge. And in fact, the badge doesn't even mean anything anymore because of your actions and because of the actions of your superiors and how fucking corrupt you guys have all become. And the idea that you're just out, he's a, he's a fucking ticket made. 
and he's looking to collect revenue off of someone who has a job because you have a job. That's the reason he pulled you over. Not because you're on your phone. He pulled you over because you have a checking account with money in it and the state wants some of that money because there's no money in enforcing drug fucking regulations on the corner of the, or on the, the curb of the sidewalk. And they won't even go after the big fish because they're fucking pussy cunts. And they want to go after low hanging fruit, like a fucking citizen who will just say, okay, sure. I'll pay my ticket. They don't want to go after the cartel that's distributing heroin all over the fucking Puget sound fucking pussies. And I hope a bunch of law enforcement officers hear this because you're fucking cowards. How about a warning next time? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's kind of like the Greg effect. Like Greg spoke up for what he saw was bad and they fired him. And like, maybe that's getting rid of the good cops is kind of the ploy. Yeah. Like I, I just, I want to be in the bathroom when that guy's like putting on his uniform in the morning and brushing his teeth and straightening out his gig line. Just be yeah. like, you got a small pecker. <laughs> I just want to be like, you're a bitch. You are a bitch. You're trying to tell yourself that you're a, you stand for something. You don't stand for shit. You're a fucking enforcement agent of a corrupt system. And you're not even willing. You're only willing to go after people who will be nice to you when you pull them over because you're a fucking pussy bitch. I I do think that there are people who are cops that are truly trying to do good. I I think they, I think they believe in good, but I don't think they're doing shit. Yeah. But we also saw a mass exodus of cops Yeah, Yeah. and probably a lot of the good ones. Yeah. Well, we we got, we got homies at the gym that are, that are cops. And I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't think that they're out doing corrupt shit. I don't think no. Neither no. is the guy who pulled you over today. He's not. He's not doing corrupt shit. It just he's well, I quote mean, unquote doing his job. Doing yes, yes. I guess but he's he's doing the easiest version of his job he can find. Yes, so that he right. doesn't you're have right. to put himself into any sort. Like he's avoiding yeah. hardship. Sorry, Andy. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guy. I'm calling out the whole profession because, like, even for the few cops who are good. These people, these people affect what Joe Public sees, and what Joe Public sees is rampant crime that is allowed. While you guys are pulling over soccer moms, mm-hmm. fuck you. Yeah, just poor little Neanderthal trying to get home. Yeah, <laughs> just trying, to, you know. trying to record an episode yeah, for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Give you some content in the car. Yeah, yeah just you know, fix your house. And if you're a law enforcement officer and you f- you hear this and it makes you angry, fix your house. No. This is not my house. It's your house. And it's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at some point, like, the long arm of the law, that's how that's how the laws are work, right? Like, they have to have enforcement agents that come out and, and deal with the people. So they kind of got the shitty end of the stick Well, as deal, a cop. Deal, because with, deal with the real crime first. And well, then, no then doubt, we'll talk no about doubt. traffic and I mean, and that's and that's really where, like, it is ha- standing up and having having balls and saying, you know, no, I'm not going to do no. that. I'm going to do when the something. FBI called me a year and a half ago. I I, I I called them out on the same shit. I said, you know what? You guys are talking to me right now because I teach firearms safety and marksmanship and application. How about the fact that for the amount of fentanyl to be in this area requires a fairly large distribution network? You're the no. Federal Bureau of fucking investigation. You're on the phone talking about YouTube videos. <laughs> fucking, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Lowest of hanging fruit. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Are, you, are you? Do you, Do you feel good about yourselves yeah. right now? Did you like? Did you share? Yeah, I was just going to subscribe. Just, yeah, yeah. That's my question. You fucks. <laughs> you, yeah. you can't even give me a fucking thumbs up, these fuckers, dude. And listen, 
to the FBI and DOJ, I know that you guys are like 50% of my viewership, so I'm sorry. Yeah. Keep, please keep watching the videos. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. Yeah, hit that like button. Um, yeah, I just, you know, what what do we do as a society, and when is it our job to say, you know what, we, we don't trust you guys to enforce you guys anymore? Because the reality is, like, they're paid thugs. It's, At this point, they're it's, paid thugs. It's such a far, it's such a far out, um, it's such a far out, like, I don't know what happened. I've never been to Washington, D.C. I've never seen the White House. I've never, like, experienced this. Like, I don't, I don't know what all that looks like. I don't know. It's, it's a story to me. It's a, it's a TV show, mm-hmm. right? Um, I've talked to local, um, politicians. I've talked to the mayor. I've talked to, you know. That are representatives and shit. I've done that. I know that's a real thing. You know, was it District Five we're in? Uh, Sam Lowe, yeah, District yeah. Five, right? So I've talked to him. I got his phone number. Like it, that is a human being I can talk to. What he's actually doing for us, I I don't really know. Yeah, I think like hey, like Putting I can traffic reach out circles and like Stevens. Well, I can reach out and say hey, like I don't because when the whole gym was thing was happening, that's I. I called him. I looked up his number and called him and sure as shit, he answered. And I was like, Oh, this actually works. Like I could, I could reach out and talk to somebody and tell him, Hey, this is what I really think. And he gave me the time of day, which is mind boggling. I left yeah. a message. Then I called the district one. Cause I wasn't sure exactly where our, our lines were. Mm-hmm. That guy didn't answer either. Then all of a sudden I get a call back from Sam Lowe, talk to him for, you know, an hour or so. And then, Maybe maybe it was like thirty minutes. Um, then the next day, I get a call back from the other guy, and then all of a sudden, get a, another call back from Sam Lowe. Good. And they're like, "You need to calm Greg down." <laughs> nope. nope. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck no!" Yeah, I was like, "You need shit. to calm him down. Yeah. You need to make some good decisions, some... or you might end up with a parking lot full of people who feel just like him." Well, he and that's and that's, they see it. They in. saw it, yes. and they go, "Oh fuck, we better figure this out." You know, because that that was not a good moment, and that I was freaked out because I was like, I, I we need to we need to talk to somebody. Here we fucking I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give them fucking one like I'm gonna give it a shot. Let's well, see what happens. And you know what the uh, the next round of uh, it, it's an election year. It's maybe the most important election of our lifetimes, possibly for the entire history of the country. Yeah, um, there's definitely gonna be some uh, some crazy shit, and our new Snohomish County Sheriff is a Jay Inslee, Bob Ferguson leftist uh, sympathizer, which means, you know, the last time around we were very lucky that we had Sheriff Fortney because Mm -hmm. he was a, he believed in the law as it's written and in the constitution. And he said straight up that it is not the sheriff's department's job to run around closing businesses. It's not what law enforcement officers do this time around. It's going to be a different story. So we're, we're right back where we were three, four years ago. And it, it's part of me is excited about it because it's going to be time to kind of put our mouth where our money or put our money where our mouth is. And we're going to find out who actually believes in freedom and who doesn't. And who there's, there's a lot of law enforcement officers that are going to have to decide which side of the line they stand on, because there's going to be a bunch of guys standing around willing to fight for what they believe in. And a bunch of law enforcement officers who believe in what those people believe in, but are stuck on the side of, well, this is how I get my pension. 
And you're going to have to decide what's more important to you, your pension and your health insurance card or what you know in your heart is correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's ridiculous. And, and here's the other thing. People are so easily cowed and easily pacified. Have you, I've never met a single immortal person. Every last one of us is going to die. So why you would sacrifice your morals and your soul and your heart for just a few more years of, of eking out some miserable existence that someone allows you to have on their terms. Mm-hmm. I would far rather die young on my terms. And I'm not even young anymore. I'm in, the, I'm in the fucking latter half of my life. I will absolutely die on my terms before I will let some piece of shit politician tell me how I'm going to live. Yeah. And that, that, is, that is why I feel, I feel no anxiety. None of, like, I'm good. Like, the worst, the worst possible outcome is an outcome that has to happen anyway. So why worry about it? Best case scenario, I get to live in, in a society that I enjoy. Yeah. And so all these people who are fretting about what the government might do to you, all the government's power is implied. We give it to them. We give it to them willingly. They, they can't make you do anything you don't want to do. I'm case in point. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing everything I want to do without asking permission. I don't pay fees. I don't pay licensing anymore. I just fucking do it. And if someone wants to come stop me, they have to fight me because I'm not going to let them stop me without killing me. Except you, Spotify. We'll yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Annual. <laughs> Got to re-up that memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but those are all things I choose to do for, for business sake, yeah. right? And so there, there are times when I play within the rules because they seem acceptable and don't violate that's, my morals. Yeah, that's the and thing. And then is like, the moment the rules violate my morals, fuck them. I'm outside the rules. And I feel... Like I said, I feel zero anxiety about walking outside the rules. I feel zero anxiety about the fact I may have to fight about it. Just, I'm but just going to do me. You're a different person, and I think where they get most of society is the same way that they got a lot of people with COVID. It's not about you. It's about the people around you and your loved ones. And I, like, I think everybody knew that was a thin excuse. And yeah, they, but they I mean, that's, they use that same excuse, you know, like it's out of fear, though, out of fear, yeah. and what. It will, what will happen to your children, to your loved ones, to your family, to the people around you? Yes, maybe we all I, I can think accept that, I think death. that narrative is what they use to turn a lot of people against yes. people like me. But I think most, I think one of the things I, I'm sort of disheartened with in this country is that uh, we, we have this culture of just do what you're told. And it's like, the, I, and I blame the public school system where, you know, show up on time, mm-hmm. sit the fuck down, be quiet, fill out your bubble sheet test. We will reward you for regurgitating the information we gave you. Critical thinking is not rewarded. Regurgitation is what's important. But I think society and now is built on. Be, be a, a good s- assembly line worker. Yes, basically. because society is built on that. Yes. Society is built on the fact that we need workers. Yeah. It's not, it's not small villages and farms that like people can have their own ideas and yeah. thoughts on how to create the grain so mill. We've or, crushed innovation. Imagine yeah. where we would be. So our rise to world superpower was based on innovation in the early 20th century. Imagine where we would be right now. We had not slammed everybody with so much regulation and red tape that innovation could have continued. Innovation yeah. has stopped in the United States. Damn near. With very few exceptions. 
yeah. because everybody is so forced to walk between the bumpers. Yeah, that's and, true. And if you want to innovate, you have to work for a big company that allows you to have the tools and even, the resources even to innovate. Then, those people are so highly restricted. And then, you know, to get their grant, like if you want to do research, and here, here yeah. was one of my earliest insights into how fucked up science is, is 20 <laughs> years ago, uh, a good friend of mine was a graduate student. And I, this is while I was contracting and I was home and I was hanging out with him. I was like, hey, man, let's, let's, let's go get uh, lunch or whatever. No, nah, man, I, I got to go into the school. I got to uh, tweak some numbers, you know, before, uh, before to tomorrow morning. I said, tweak numbers? You do statistics. They're, statistics are statistics. You shouldn't have to tweak anything. He's like, yeah, you kind of have to know. Massage the data. Yeah, he said, you have to know who's writing your grants because you get these research grants for 12 months. And at the end you of 12 months, friend he's a prick. if you want to have a job, yeah, I, well, I, at the time it caught me off guard. He said, if you want to have it, so I have a job for 12 months because I have a grant. He said, at the end of 12 months, I'm going to have to write a done, new, I'm going to have to write I a new grant request. Pull that dick out of my mouth. Yeah, and, and if my statistics and research don't show them the answer they're looking for, then why would they renew that grant? So all our science is all fucked up because it's, it's not the truth. It's, exactly. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a bot. reworked truth to make sure that the result yeah. that the person who's paying for it, yeah. you know, ends up the way they want it. Yeah. Sorry, Mike, I cut you off. No, you're good. But that just goes back to, I guess, like if you want to innovate, you have to be allowed to be innovate, like, you have to be allowed the tools to do it now. Tools now are money and ability, labs, engineers, and lack of restrictions. Lack of restrictions. And if you want to innovate, well, you have to play by our rules. Like the Wright brothers were able to innovate because there weren't many restrictions. There was for, no FAA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now if you want to make a test model plane and fly it and stuff like that, you probably have to follow a lot more parameters. And some of it I get like due to safety and safety for who? Me? Yeah, I mean, safety and that's the thing. Safe. And like, that's you're gonna a, strap yourself into your own model rocket. I say go for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's the thing. It's like you, you can't do those things. And like, why? Why is my safety of your concern? If I, I'm willing to put myself in this, and I'm willing to do it in a safe manner, that's not going to harm somebody else. It's for yeah. control of industry. It, it well, it's controlling the people, right? It's just yep. it's another like. The freedoms that we think we have are just kind of not an illusion. They're there. thin facades. Yeah. yeah they're not and really you start looking all. through it and it's like, what the hell? You know? And again, like, I, I want everything just to, like, to peacefully come to, like, an understanding with everybody, right? There's, there's no need for any, any war, I, right? I think if everybody could just go, hey, like, let's just live and let live. And let's also, like, let's shrink everything down a little bit. We don't need so much government controlling everybody. Like, what is it about the human, like, species that wants to control more people? Yeah, there, there definitely seems to be two camps of human. There's the type who want to be left alone to do their own thing, and there are the type who want to control everyone around them. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I'm definitely the former, and I can't explain the latter. It makes no sense to me. But the one thing that it, this just crossed my mind the other day is like, if they would just fucking leave me alone, I would just be out in the woods. Everything would be great. I, I, I yeah. literally, I have no desire to interact with these other people. I, I just want to go out and do my own thing. 
and be left alone, but they just can't let you do that. And it's, it's so like Spicoli said, cool waves, cool buzz, and I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if, if they would just fucking leave me alone, but they just want to come fuck with your life. They just want to fuck with your life. And so eventually, as long as you, you, as get, long you get to be 43 years old, pushing 44, you realize that you're, you're over the hill and you're like, you know what? If these fuckers want to fight, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. It, it's wild because it's like we have so many nice things and like you look at like you look at our society versus I, I somewhere in Vietnam that's like you know people are making fucking slippers out of <laughs> tires and shit you know yeah. what I mean like yeah. it's like how, 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 how lucky how lucky are we like it's like I bet those people are hanging out with their family. I was just going to say, I don't know that they would trade us places. And I, this is another topic the that I had texted and you guys and wanted to sort of bring up for another show is that, you know, we were promised that technology would lead us to this shining city in the sky, this utopia of peace and wonderment and whatnot. The further we get away from spirituality and living with nature, sort of subsistence type living like, like those farmers in Vietnam mm-hmm. that are just eating the same fish heads and rice every Everybody single day. Everybody just wants their shire, dude. I think they're a lot happier. I, I, I do. I agree. I think I think that if you spend time, what really matters is I mean, I, relationships I, with human beings. Yeah. Do you think their village streets are covered in heroin needles? Probably not. Probably not. No. Certain areas. Yeah. I, I, I is an opium den. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't but think I tolerate think, that but shit, the, though. Yeah, they also made it from the plants they have. I think also part of convenience comes like obligation and those obligations are what are restrictions. That's where the power comes in. When someone gives you the ability to be comfortable things. Yeah. When someone gives you the option to be comfortable, there's always going to be strings attached. And if you live in a society where there's so much comfort, well, that's where you start to see so much regulation, where that's you start true. to see so much point. like just authority over what you can and can't do because I'm providing these things. And if you want the new iPhone, well, you got to kind of fall in line and have the phone plan. And well, the- hang on, I, you're saying Apple provides these restrictions because the government doesn't provide shit. No, 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 no. But in a society, the more the more luxury you have, there's going to be more restrictions. Like if you want a a nice paved road, right? Instead of here's a dirt road and you have your car and you can travel down this road, but you know what? We're going to come and we're going to build a bunch of paved lanes. And now there's no potholes. There's no nothing, but you know what? For those paved lanes. Okay. You can't drive on it. (laughs) Now we got to start taxing you. So and hang on. So now there, there's, there is a point where you say, if my tax money is being spent on things that matter to me, then I'm okay. Like, yeah. If if the potholes we, were paved, yeah. and the parking lots were not full of homeless drug addicts, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be okay. Yeah. Yeah. But but, but they're not. We're, they're not. We're, we're sending corner. we're sending weapons to Ukraine and Israel, at the tune of what trillions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're getting there. And we're pulling over. Jordan for looking at Pornhub on his way home from work <laughs> was a grinder. It's, I think it's it black.com. It, it doesn't matter, <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah, black. Yeah. Either way, I thought it was a workout thing. Oh. <laughs> Those okay. guys were jacked. Yeah, they, they fooled you. 
Yeah. I, either way, our, our tax dollars are not being spent in a way that I think most people approve of. Yeah. I, I don't think anybody's happy on either with side. the way. Yeah, on exactly. either side. Like I, I was, I was talking to um, Chandra about it and it was, it just felt like, well, what do you think about somebody getting paid to count homeless people? Like what in Seattle? Like they, they I thought there was a, some dude who got paid like a hundred and twenty thousand yeah, dollars to go are, around with a little clicker. There are a lot like of six figure salaries in Seattle to deal with the homeless quote unquote problem, and it's what uh, did you did you speak, see? What the, speaking of sorry, speaking of independent journalists who have risen, Jonathan Cho, who's a great independent journalist on Twitter, he calls it the homeless industrial complex, and he's right. There is a ton of people making a lot of money on homelessness, and they have no incentive for it to end. What was it last year? It was. It was. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna bark at my kids here for a second. Eight. Hey, boys, keep it down a little, please. <clears throat> we do real life here. All right, we're back. Uh, <laughs> Talk about homeless people, god damn it! <laughs> uh, the. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was it was for 148 people they got off the streets last year. Oh yeah, right. Like 140 like 1.2 million each per person. It was yeah. it was like yeah, it was just under a million dollars a piece. It was yeah. like <laughs> what? Yeah, that's so crazy. Could you imagine? Like, just buy me a house. Yeah, I'm good. You guys take it. Do drugs on. inside. Take a little segue here. You guys, you guys want to say hello to Podcast America? No. What's up, Podcast America? Just like nah. His, just like no. Can I say something into it? Yeah. This guy is crazy. You shouldn't trust him. All right. Hey. <laughs> That's what Quiet, please. Saying. Keep keep the voices down. Man, the schools really got to them. All right. Well. No, that, no, so distracted. so I mean just the 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 amount of money that's spent on the homeless issues and the lack of results is absolutely crazy. And I just watched Inslee um, talk about. Ugh. Well, he just yeah. he, he goes. Well, I'll tell you one thing: if we don't have the money, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> no. I, oh, perfect. You know, you know what? Yeah. You do have the money, yeah. and nothing's happening anyway. Yeah. Perfect. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds. How good. about we spend it on potholes? Yeah, exactly. Fuck. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Give me some good roads, man. Yeah. Give me God. some good roads. Yeah, Let's good. get some, you know, I don't know. It just, it, it feels so messed up. Yeah. It's just frustrating. It Everyone's just frustrated. That's what all of this is. is yes. People are just like, how much nothing's coming of this. How much frustration until it boils over? It feels, it feels is like. Is it the frog are, in the pot it, where it's cold and it then it slowly I goes? So I don't think so anymore. I think for a while it was that. But I think that it's growing. It's people are looking at their at their checking account. I paid six dollars and fifty cents for a loaf of bread the other day. <laughs> I went to to get these guys. I went. Uh, Time to start baking, my yeah, friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sunday evening, I went to get all the stuff I needed to make these guys their lunches for school this week. Uh-huh. So I, I bought like deli meat and cheese, a loaf of bread, a tomato and an onion, some granola bars. It was literally all stuff for their lunch. It was a hundred dollars. Yeah, one bag it was, of it groceries. It was a basket. It wasn't yeah. even a cart. It was the little basket yeah. you get as you walk in. It was a hundred and eight dollars. Yeah, what the fuck? So yeah, I, I you can't when it gets to that point, you can no longer do the uh, you know the slow 
turn up of, of the water temperature until the frog doesn't realize that it's dying. Yeah. I think people are starting to see through it. They're starting to see through Yeah, their the friends bullshit. are floating. Yeah. <laughs> but it's almost like maybe we're ahead of the game a few years. Yeah. And there's a whole lot of people who are just now starting to go, hey, wait, what the fuck? What's going on? Well, I think that's why you see what happened with Trump in Iowa. And yeah. it's like I, a I voted, I voted for Biden because everything was supposed to get better. Yeah. Because everybody wants things to get better. Yeah. The fact of the matter is everybody wants we the same all, thing. Yeah. It, it's everybody non, nonpartisan wants, issue. Everybody yes. wants safe neighborhoods. We want good schools. We want a good future for our children. Food, if, if water, you, shelter. Yeah. And, and that's it. But it's not. Know? We're paying a shitload of money over half of our income and we're not getting any of those things. Yeah. We're getting shit education. We're getting unsafe neighborhoods. We're, I mean, I literally have to worry that my kids are going to come into accidental contact with fentanyl at the playground. An OD. Because you don't have to take it anymore. You just have to brush up against Touch it. Touch it. Yeah. yeah. When I was coaching Little League years ago, they used to say, hey, before the game, if you could get some of the parents together and go do a sweep through the infield for needles, that would be great. You fucking serious? Way to go, Everett. <laughs> That's We're winning. We are compassionate. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Well, now they just say it's... Equity so, and blame. Yeah, Tobin racism. never did. He's like, let him play. Let him, it's good for him. Yeah. It'll harden up. On it. <laughs> Coach, I got a heroin needle in my leg. Rub some dirt on it. Walk kid. it off. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I think Johnny's OD. Yeah. He'll be fine. Yeah. He, well, he's certainly not stealing second. He's faking it. <laughs> he's certainly not stealing second. Like I, uh, we practice all week. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Good uh, gravy. Should we take a pee break? Yeah, I've right. drank so much water from being sick. Right. Screw the little guy. We're back. Because so. the system was rigged against him. Yeah. And that we, while we were at break, we were talking about uh, the school systems. And one of the things that has uh, been a little thorn in my side lately is the school tries to tell you what you need, you know, uh, it's been attendance is the one that's really been rankling me because I took the kids out of school to go skiing for a, a long weekend. And playing a little hooky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, well, if they're Skip not here day. this many days, then they don't move on to the next grade. And it's like... The red we, tape. Yeah, don't you, we just miss two years of school? Red tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I thought, you're not, A, you're not teaching them much anyway other than how to fill out their bubble sheets. Yeah. And B, I'm their fucking parent. You don't tell me what days they need to be in school. I tell you, and I tell you if it's acceptable whether they're in school today or not. He can only and do this shit till he's 20 anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 21. He'll be out of there. He'll be, he'll be yeah. out of there in 19 years. Yeah. None 20, of your damn 20. business yeah. what he does. Uh, Sorry. Bad, no, just, just the way, like, and they don't even think about it. Because to them, it's Sheeple, become dude. so. It's become so natural for the school to tell the parents what the parents need to do with their children, and it's, I want to slap them upside the head and say, "No, fuckers, you don't tell me what I do with my kids. Yeah. I decide what I do with my kids, and I tell you what we're going. I, inf- in fact, I give you the courtesy of informing you that they won't be here today because we're going skiing. Yeah, and that's me being nice." Yeah. Susan, go fuck yourself. <laughs> We're going skiing. Oh, Dumb bitches out here, dude. Trying this, to, one, this is one like yeah. giant long rant episode. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It'll either be our most popular or our least popular. <laughs> yeah. Channeling the inner Gregs. Right. <laughs> the um, inner Gregs. <laughs> dude, I'll tell you what. Because of, 
I, because of Greg and like the group that I'm with now, having the intensity um, on and off the mats, I think I would have been a better competitor as a kid. Yeah. Um, I had I had technical ability, all the different, all the tools, and then mentally there was a little bit of like a, well, uh, he's that kid's good. I didn't have the fuck you attitude. That I I've, like him. Yeah. That I've a built. Yeah. I've built this fuck you attitude in the last few years, That's partly true. because of what's been going on. Yeah. But also partly because of you know you you are who what's the five most average people you hang out with right yeah. and just like. When when the group you're with is kind of just more like you know what this Gay. is bullshit yeah oh. yeah sorry. sorry I'll never forget my yeah. first MMA fight and my second MMA fight my first MMA fight I was with a gym that was a bunch of savages and we all hyped each other up and it was all about kill and we were a group and we were there to destroy and my first fight I won against a steroid muscle bound freak and I won. You know, and then my second fight, I was with a different gym and it just didn't have the same rah rah. Mm -hmm. And I lost that fight. And it's like, I 100%, my skills were better in that second fight. And I know I could have taken that opponent, but just my heart, my 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 warrior spirit as you guys like to say wasn't in it. Mm -hmm. And I 100% attribute it to not being surrounded with the right people and having my mind in the the right atmosphere mm -hmm. for that second fight. And yeah, I, I that makes a hundred percent sense to me. Yeah. yeah. So you, you need you need a group of people to really like lift you up. Like I'm sure it was like that in uh, the military and, and the you know, all, all, uh, other things that you got into. If you didn't feel like these these are your fucking guys, like yeah. it's hard to like get going. Yeah. No, so, I, I've always said I never felt and like I never felt fear in Afghanistan as a ranger because I was with my platoon and it was like, well, we can't guarantee that we won't step on a landmine or get no. by an IED. But at the same time, I'm with people who will fight to the end with me. Yeah. And that, that was like a feeling of, we collectively are invincible. No, like you may kill half this platoon, but this platoon will win the fight. Yeah. We are going to win the fight. There, there was no, there was no, um, hesitation there or no no uh oh what's i can't think of the word did you ever read stuff about like uh i noticed it a lot more in vietnam books than i ever did in world war ii books but like guys in vietnam like american soldiers would get hurt and they would have pain and agony and a lot more Viet Cong would get injured or hurt and they would feel no pain they were so in for the cause and their group and they would feel what they were about. They felt in their heart, this is what they were supposed to do, that it would almost make them a little bit invincible. Yes. In well, no, hang on. What's so that, I, I never that? experienced it and I, I actually have never read anything about that from Vietnam, but I can, I, I do believe very strongly that the quote unquote true believer has yeah. a distinct advantage in any fight. Yes. And so... I've actually gone back and forth with a couple people online and whatnot, and some of the YouTube content that I've put up with Training Northwest kind of started to to center in on that, and there will be more coming this year. But um, I am a true believer in freedom, and I think there's a lot of people like me 
and so there are so many people who are afraid. They're again, they're afraid of the government because the government is this big, all-knowing, all-seeing, all-powerful. And it's like, no, they're not. You yeah. give you give they're them humans. their power. That, that's the thing. Like and, that's what and, I was trying to get at earlier. When and you they look are another not. man in the fucking eyes. Yeah. He is just another man. Exactly. And you get to go, hey, dude, pull your head out of your ass. Yeah. <laughs> but but they're also not true believers. They're people who yeah. are just looking to. They're takers. They are looking to take from you to provide for themselves. And so someone like me who believes to their core in the cause, I'm not beatable. You can kill me. You can't beat me. No. You, you cannot beat me. And so that that's the same thing we faced in Afghanistan with the Taliban. You may not like their cause. You may not like their reason. But the fact that they are true believers makes them unbelievably tough to fight. And then, yeah. so the same thing with the Viet Cong. They were true believers. Yeah. And that's why they were so tough to fight, is they had that they had that X factor. And I think that that is far more important than any technological innovation, is to have that true belief and that, that desire to win at all costs. And, and, and sort of the realization that your cause is greater than your life. Yeah. And my, yeah, cause, yeah. my cause is greater than my life. And I will die for it if I need to. Yeah. And I won't feel, you, I won't shed a single tear about it. Yeah. Everybody knows about those draft horse things now, right? Like where the a single draft horse can pull like three thousand pounds, and you another one you yoke them up, yoke them up together, or whatever, and then you'd think they could pull double that weight, but really they'll pull like twelve thousand pounds. You know? If, just, yeah. If if they are like corralled together, so they spend all their their free time together, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if they're siblings from from yeah. the same same uh, stud and mare. Yep. Yep. Um, I when I was when I was in high school, I had a a a draft horse with me. Like we'd go on runs, and it was like I would I would run. Well, I mean, okay. What kind of rocky training is it? No, not not Centennial Trail. Not a not a real draft horse. A a a draft horse in spirit. Uh, He uh, he uh, he was a. one of my buddies that we'd wrestled together since we were in fifth grade and like we'd gotten to high are school. You, are you trying to tell us he had a big dick? Dude, it was huge. It was, it was girthy. It was the right shape. It was everything you could want. It was everything you could want, Tobin. You had to yoke it yeah. up. The, 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 the one. He looked, he looked amazing it's like the one singlet. I saw you draw in the picture of, dude. God, these guys. Some of my kids listen to this, bro. Um, he's over here. Anyway. But anyway, uh, so like it was, we would run faster because we were together. Yeah, and it was oh, like I don't want to let him win. I'm I'm not gonna let him beat me. Yes. Then I'm not. You know, he, I don't want him to beat me. Yeah. He doesn't want me to beat him. Like so, we were going back and forth, and it was silent. And it was yeah. at the end of the season. I was he goes, man. The only reason I run so fast because you're running so fast. Yes. And it's like the only reason I'm running yep. is because you're running. Yep. And we were just smoking everybody, and it was yep. just. Every every day we had to go at the beginning of practice down this mile hill and then back up it and that was our yeah. warm up and it was do you, just guys, do you guys know Brian Sheely, Greg's friend yeah. who comes to the gym once in a while when he's mm-hmm. in town so he's also a really good athlete and when we were younger every once in a while we would see him when Greg and I were in the army and I was a fast runner and Brian was a fast runner and we would always agree it was always like kind of like a measuring each other up a little bit like hey let's go for a run in the morning. And it would be an absolute, we'd be like, all right, let's, let's just take it kind of easy. And within 100 yards. Dead sprint. Yeah, for like five miles. Because What's your fastest mile time? Just smell like booze. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's it's probably like five flat. But then Ooh, I, I've, I've also run. That's pretty good, buddy. But I've also run that for five miles. 
Like I've Woo! I've run a 30, 30, 10, five mile. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Ah, that's I guess that would be six minutes, right? Six yeah. times five yeah. is thirty. Okay. Because that was my that was my time. Six minutes. I was running five forty five for a three mile. Yeah, that's flying. That's flying. And I, I think I ran a two mile in. Dude, let's fucking run right now, bro. <laughs> yeah, I think I ran it in like eleven oh something, like eleven oh five, eleven oh four, eleven oh eight, something like that. So five and a half minutes. Five fifty five was my fastest mile time. I thought I was the Flash. Yeah. <laughs> you know, within, oh my god. Within the first half mile, like again, and that was in the Ranger Regiment where everybody else is running so fucking hard, and it's like this is just the way we do it. Yeah. And so you start running. It's a two mile PT test, and I would start running, and within by the time I got to the half mile point. I had tunnel vision and everything else was yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just looking at the speck of road in front of me. Oh. And my, my vision's this big around and the I'm your shorts and I'm, in front of you. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to gauge like, am I going to pass out or not? Like I want to finish the two miles and I don't want to pass out, but I also don't want to back off and go easy to where my vision opens up because then I'm, I'm going too soft. Yeah. And then you'd f- cross that two mile line and you just sort of collapse onto the ground, and it felt like you're dying. Like you literally felt like you could never. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. would never you throw again up catch a little bit. Yeah, the yeah, sharp yeah, pain, yeah. the sharp pain in your chest. Yeah. Was like you, there's, 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 you can't breathe enough. I'm, I'm worried if I tried that today, I would, oh, yeah. I would. Oh, die. my knees will yeah, blow yeah. out again. <laughs> my, yeah, Are you kidding me? The knee would blow out long before your heart, brother. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not making it. You're not making it. Don't worry, you'll live. Yeah, you're gonna be in some pain, but you'll live. How do we get on the PT? I don't know, just talking yeah. people pushing people and yeah. like what what that can do and having camaraderie and that spirit and oh yeah. you know having people having push you, you to the yeah, yeah yeah that supports it yeah yeah gaining that is important and I it's it's uh, like I said like I never had that um, growing up and I think my 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 career may have been different had I had that attitude and I I've gained that in the last. You know, I gained it since I got out of college, but um, especially like with jujitsu and and gaining that. I just did Danny's podcast, and I, I started thinking about all the different stuff that I wanted to say, and like how I should have said stuff after, and a lot, <laughs> a lot of that. Right? It's like, oh, man, I wish I would have said that, and wish I didn't say that. But that's uh, like you know when I was saying we should kill somebody, <laughs> probably shouldn't say that. Oh, um, right? No, oh. never, dude, never never um but uh it's just it's that's the that's the fucking thing like with competition in the group you're with or whatever having having like-minded people around can really do some amazing yeah. things for you well that's and, what and i think that's kind of what like going back to now we're closing in on a year of this podcast one of my original missions and ideas was to sort of put it out into a little bit more public consciousness that these attitudes exist because there's people out there who are, they're wanting to resist, but they feel like they're alone. And I don't, they're not the minority anymore. I don't, I do not believe they're the minority. I believe there are more people who want to resist everything they see happening. Mm -hmm. They don't know how, and they don't know who their people are. Mm -hmm. So throwing up that flag, kind of like, Hey guys, but not only finding on that note though, we are going to start monetizing this. And if you hear a <laughs> Pfizer ad. <laughs> Make sure you get vaccinated. Bra- brace yeah. for impact, guys. Yeah. Brace for impact. It's coming. <laughs> oh, my God. 
How ironic would that be if Pfizer oh, signed so up for great. a fucking advertising? That would be awesome, actually. Damn. I kind of like that. <laughs> one, that one, year awesome. in, yeah. one year in, it's like, Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> what the hell? Goddamn. So fun. But not only uh, like finding like-minded <laughs> people, but like starting this podcast, I, I've said it a few times, like... I really enjoy this because it makes me really contemplate my own thoughts and put them out there, but then get feedback from you guys and have pushback. And it makes me think about how I view things or how I present my thought structure or what I truly think. And like I say, one of my favorite things is smoke a little and listen to our old episodes because it, I have these ideas in my head, but when I convey them to you and I get feedback, it makes me reanalyze them and think about it. And it's changed my thought structure. And I wouldn't have that without you guys pushing me and mm -hmm. having some resistance. Be your sparring. draft horses, dude. <laughs> yeah, my, my little Clydesdale over here. <laughs> but that's what it is. And that's... That's growth, and that's that. You need other people to help elevate you. Every great boxer, uh, Frazier and Ali, you know, you have these people that push other people to greatness, and you need people to push you to help rise you to do all these resistance exercises that make you better, whether it's physically, emotionally, mentally. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like how a uh, a thought bubble creates mental weakness or emo yeah. emotional and intellectual weakness. So again, we live in Western Washington, where most of this Puget Sound area is a giant thought bubble, where most people agree with each other and they sit in bars and coffee shops and offices and they they regurgitate the same ideas back and forth with each other, and nobody pushes back. So they just become soft, smooth brains, mm -hmm. and they the first time someone like us comes in and challenges their ideas. I'm <laughs> thinking about Jordan and the feminist. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. Exactly. So perfect example is she couldn't answer the question. What is the patriarchy? Cause yeah. no one had ever pushed her on that. She'd never had to define it for herself. And so, yeah, she started talking, that 1776 thing got me. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, I'm sure it's older than that. <laughs> um, <laughs> We've been crushing women since way back in the yeah. day. Yeah. But Come it, on, it, bitch. it just shows that their ideas are weak or weakly developed. Yeah. Which yeah. leads yeah. me to yes. the 19th yes. Amendment. Yeah. <laughs> leads you to what? The 19th Amendment. I, no, go ahead. When you, no, I'm just, oh. it was funny when you were like, which means their ideas are weak. And I was like, by the way. Yeah. Um, you women are ruining this vote thing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking, kind of. Kind of. It's funny because it's true. Um, but not really. But I think it is true Sorry, that... I said thought bubble. I meant echo chamber. Same thing. No, same thing. You live in your own bubble. insulated area. Yeah. But I think it's true. It takes a village to like raise a person. Like look at the gym. There's a lot of diverse opinion and personalities and characters. But it's like over the years, that gym has created a type of culture and uniqueness. Yes, there are strong people that led and started it. But it has grown and taken a different shape due to having different people and influences through it 
growing it, fostering it, and creating what it is now, mm-hmm. and it will continue to grow and become something different and maybe even better, maybe even worse, probably you, not worse. Do you think it's fun? Like, because we've talked about it and, like, how it, things like that can change, and then, like, it's like, son of a bitch. Like, it's not like what it used to be. But do you think it matters? Like, as long as you're going and you're in on the ride, like, you're st- – I, I think as long as the core group – remains active there the the culture it is different you're right it got bigger and it changed a little bit but the core group is still the core group and the culture is still the culture and what well what i mean is like while while things change because things will just change no matter what but like as they're changing as long as you um continue to go um you'll you'll adapt with it and you'll grow with it or change with it um however you want to think about it but if you if you stop going and then all of a sudden go back, you're looking for what it was and then you come back and it's like this yes. isn't quite right. And like I noticed like I've had that where I walk in, it's kinda of like this isn't uh, what it felt yeah. like before, but then it's like because you've been away. Yeah. Things you, things you, have you've things taken have, time away for wrestling. Yeah, things have changed and yep. like little I mean, uh, granted, like it's not it's it's a very small feeling that I get comparatively to what it was that being said still love the place to death right there's i almost love it more because of the seasonings that's going in it's like it's like making a soup and it's just like being awesome like but it's it is noticeable when you step away and like then come back for a little bit it's like oh things have changed a little bit there's this going on or this going on or technique or like maybe flow of this or that and you know who's injured who's not injured like who's here who's not here it's it's interesting to kind of like see the the development and uh whatnot of how a gym goes because i've seen it with i've seen it with ivan's and i've seen it here now i've seen it at marcel's just it's a microcosm for society right yeah and things you know get good and they keep going i mean i i things rise and fall you know, I don't think that our gym or anything like that is falling by any fucking stretch of the imagination, right? I'm just, it's just different. And it's like, when you see that, it's interesting to kind of be able to look at it on a small scale and like observe like, why is this what it is? Um, and just, it's it's really interesting and fun. Yeah, but for sure. As, as that relates to like a bigger, broader picture of society, if you step away from it, what but that's how you recognize. Can I see your knife? Hang on. But that's how, how you recognize. Like go into the woods right now for a year and say, "I'm not coming back until the election results are in." And I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go completely off grid for one year, and I'll come back in one year and find out what's going on. That's like, oh would, yeah, that would it'd be, be completely wild. different. Yeah. People, we talked about that. The the hunters that went into the woods and came out on 9/11. Oh yeah. That didn't know for, you know. Whoa 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 whoa. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, 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 no! Oh my god! Oh, you can try it. Fuck, give it a go. Yeah, don't. I don't want you to cut, cut yourself. Your That's what Jesus I was worried Christ. about. Yeah. <laughs> well, this isn't Tyler's house in the dark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bro. here, blade first. Take that. <laughs> uh, we were hammered drunk one time. <laughs> fucking, I passed this guy a knife, blade first, and he's like, oh, "Okay, oh, slice, slice, slice." This is Kozak. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the Next first thing, times we were it was out. middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, you, we were all there. You were there. Yeah, 
that first time we went to Tyler's house, yeah. and we were out in the back 40, he was giving us the tour and yeah. stuff, and I needed a knife to open a beer. Oh, no. And I go, Jordan, can I see a knife? He goes, here you go. And he's holding the handle. Because I had it, it in my hand. Laid out. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, every yeah. knife you get, it's never that sharp. So I'm like, no problem. That so I grab it. Uh, I like, Two minutes bro. later, I'm like, God, my hand feels really warm and wet. And he, he turns on his phone light, and I am just bleeding, bleeding everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. Oops. All right. Uh, you guys see any good movies lately? <laughs> Sorry, sidetrack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. I, I am... Uh, we are competent woodsmen. Oh, dude. <laughs> it yeah, happens. Not a problem. <laughs> I was just impressed how sharp that knife was. Well, thank you. You have that. the sharpest edge... On all your knives, always compared to anyone I've ever met. Well, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't do a lot other than <laughs> sharp knives, honing <laughs> blades. Just, yes, <laughs> you know, you're yeah, tanning hides and honing blades, yeah. dude. That, that I'm super excited about that hide. I am very excited because I've never done it. Yeah, like I, I like to think like, oh, I could do all this different shit, and I why 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 take the time to learn it when the when it's just Readily available. When the information's there, I don't, I don't have to seek it out. It's just, I type it into a thing and it's going to be there. It's like, what if this wasn't here? What yeah. if I didn't have the internet? What do, do I, you what ever things do think, I want? Because I always think of you as like uh, my mountain man friend more. You're like, the more primitive the tool, the better. But it's like, you're using salt. You're using bleach. You're using these hide tanners. Like, isn't the original way, Brain. like. Or yeah, pee. brain and yeah. pee and uric acid. acid. Brain, yeah. yeah, like, do you think one day I'll I'll do that? But I <laughs> I know that I just wanted to try this and see yeah, yeah, what yeah. the what the process. I just want to get a a result. Yeah. Right, and it's like okay, this is the result I'm looking for. Once you get, because they say like that the animal's brain is typically about the right. Um, about the right uh, pH, pH, but the um, size, you're gonna get the right amount for oh, the hide for that, that it hides. Oh, really? It, supposedly, almost try like that with an element. Design, fucking yeah. liars, <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, there's <laughs> fucking dumbasses. I, I, I don't know exactly Dude, how it works, but that's something I need hang, to hang on. This is another there, thing that I like about our little community <laughs> is there's a lot of people who are just trying new. Sh- have you noticed that there's mm-hmm. Everybody's kind of trying new just stuff. Just exploring, yes. you know, just trying yes. to figure it out. <laughs> Touch a wiener, dude. <laughs> of course, he had to go there. <laughs> They're exploring. It's like college all over. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Tobin's not into it. Not yeah. at all. That's your coworker, yeah. buddy. Allegiance holsters, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Hang on, before are there? Because you're talking about tanning stuff. Have you ever seen elephant hide like elephant boots? I know there's ivory and stuff. Yes, I have. Where do you get elephant leather? So check this shit out. Black market? No, dude. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, fucking toe hold, toe hold slant. The sandals? sandals? That yeah, they. I've seen toe hold. This is a brand name. Yeah, Yeah, it's like Greg has those toe hold sandals. That say Electric North on them. I'm unaware. Oh, they're fucking rad. But they're like 180 bucks, aren't they, for a pair of flip flops? 200. Oh, dude, we're talking like four or five. 
Are you for for flip flops? It's crazy. Well, I guess if it's I guess elephant. it's black market yeah. elephant. You yeah. Gotta, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, black come on, dude. Elephant. This is straight from Zimbabwe. <laughs> uh, Africa. <laughs> the dark continent. Um, yeah, they they uh, they have elephant. They have uh, shark. They have they have all kinds of like exotic so this is, this leather. Is a, this is a rubber or a, sorry, a leather thong with a rubber sole. Yeah. Or is it at least the sole yeah. leather too? But not like the ones that they do in like the Vietnam jungle that I was talking about. Yeah, the yeah, rubber hang on, hang on, hang on. Although I think that is it, that's, is it a rubber f- like footbed or is it like le- is the it's whole a thing le- leather? It's a leather on top and the bottom is rubber. And five hundred dollars. It's ridiculous. I get it, but it's craftsmanship, dude. I would imagine made in the USA. Elephant skin is support your local flip flop yeah, company. Your dude. local por- poacher. <laughs> I, I would imagine elephant takes me back to those skin is probably the thickest, right? I, I what do you imagine. call that? Pack pachyderm. Yeah. What's what? Pachyderm. What does that mean? Elephant. That, so like is, rhinos, is, elephants, oh, stuff like, like that. Land with that shark. Super oh, thick. Like land shark. Yeah. Like, land shark. Yeah. I mean, that's what a land like. The, imagine a, a shriveled up shark skin, like an elephant. Have you ever caught a shark fishing? No. no. Yes. Have you, their skin is so weird. It's like rough, like a yeah, like sandpaper, sandpaper, but yeah, it's yeah. also you can sharpen thick, your knife on thick. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have to imagine an elephant or like a rhino or a hippopotamus. You see that video of the the rhino and the elephant getting into a fight? Yeah, bro. how cool, bro, was it? dude! Bro. That elephant gored him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the thing ran off, and all of a sudden it's just pumping, just pumping really? blood, and oh, it's shit. like, oh shit, oh shit! And it's like you fucked up, dude. That's an elephant. Did him in? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, they're smart. I, I guess yeah, they're smart and big. Yeah. No. Well, and they got those tiny brains. I don't understand how. Is that a is that a myth? Elephants. Yeah. They I say they, they have, have huge brains. Oh well, then maybe you can't tan that hide. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought they had like small brains, and they say the brains the oh, size oh, of a no. Elephant. Elephants are elephants very are intelligent. Really intelligent. They have memory like people, like almost. an elephant. Yeah. Remember, like an elephant. Remember yeah. that book? Lo- yeah. Dude, Remember that got, book dude, we got, just yeah, read dude, that I blacked out on? I got a memory like an elephant, dude. Come on. Of course I do remember that. <laughs> All the time. The the crazy ones like uh, crows' memories and how they can pass them down, yeah. like generation to generation. That's some wild epigenetics. stuff. Epigenetics. Yeah. 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 Epigenetics. Yeah. And uh, how they pass things along. I mean, they say people have that too. That's why I find it interesting to watch, like, uh, Greg's oldest, Siler, like, and she's doing jujitsu and Uh, stuff, and it's like, she gets arm bars, I've noticed, and I kind of hear, and it's like, dude, that's Greg's go-to thing, and it's like, what do you pass down through lineage? No, not to sound like an idiot, but for the other, for the people listening, what are, what's epigenetics? It's inherited memory. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so this is a real thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh. There's a study, I'll just quote this real quick. Most famous study, uh, it's called the rat experiment. They had a cage. Rat or rat? Rat. R-A-T. R-A-T. Okay. Uh, so they had a cage full of rats, and um, it, they electrified the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. And they released a orange-scented um, smell. Like, uh, extreme. Wasn't this in Immense World? Oh, it's in all kinds of publications. It's a great book. Check it out, guys. But every time they release this orange smell, mm-hmm. uh, they would electric, they would electrify shock. the cage, mm-hmm. right? And it would shock them. And they did it over and over and over and over. 
And then uh, those rats had babies, right? And then so once those rats had babies, they would take those rats and they would release this orange scent. And when they did that, the babies would start cowering and peeing themselves, Mm -hmm. right? And so these rats, the babies were never exposed to the electricity, only the smell, the not pheromone, but Mm -hmm. the smell of the orange. And so they started to determine that they're passing on memories Mm -hmm. through genetics, and that's called epigenetics. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, thank you. No. For those of you who didn't know that, <laughs> dumbass. Now you do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, they did a. Uh, but there's a bunch of great. You know what? Rupert Rupert Sheld- Sheldrick Rupert Sheldrick. I think that that sounds name. right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he wrote also endomorphic fields, which is the idea of that plants don't have DNA; they have like a resonant field oh. that helps determine how they grow. But he was big into that and epigenetics as well. Yeah. Have, have um, you started the uh, the next book yet? I haven't. I'm finishing another book, okay, no, and no, no, I'm no, about it's, to. It's all good. It, it, it talks. Well, shit. I'm reading like three books at once right now. I which, same. So I get yeah, all yeah, confused, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it uh, the Akashic field, which is sort of like the idea. Is that like the Akashic records? Yes. Where, yes. Yeah, it, I know what that is. All information that has ever been in the universe yeah. is the Akashic record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the idea that it exists at all times and in all places, and I buy into that. Yes, I do. Yeah, I think you guys are going to like this book. It's fun. It gets it takes all of the sciencey stuff we've been reading, and combines the woo and the spirituality yeah. with it. And kind of, it, because quantum physics does get into yeah, very like it, much it, so. It, quantum phys- you you cannot study quantum re- physics without running into religion. Yeah, it it all becomes the same. Yeah, and so it's it's fascinating. So I like Hinduism. Yeah. It kind of ties into a lot of yes. that too. Agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah. Why? We have so much ADD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys are talking about that and then you talk Hinduism and then all of a sudden I'm thinking about cows and then I'm going back to yeah. the rats and then I'm thinking, why the fuck is it that rats get the short end of the stick all the time with all these the experiments yeah. constantly? Yeah. Except the aliens use us for experiments. So I, I think they have receptors that are very similar to human beings. The eight, what's it called? ACE5 receptor. The same thing that mm-hmm. mink have. That's why so many mink got killed during uh, COVID. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. The A5 receptors yeah. and the minks. Yeah. But that's, that's a why tan I'd like to hide or hide I'd like to hide. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sounded dirty. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> that's a tan I'd like to hide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All up in, dude. But I think rats have a lot of similar receptors that human okay. beings have. And technically, we came from from rats. Like, if you think of when dinosaurs died, right? What survived was everything that yeah, everything that burrowed down and went into the rocks. Rats. So technically, monkeys, humans, all that stuff kind of came from rats. Mm. Did they? Maybe we were always just here. Mm. Yeah, Adam and Eve, dude. I think. Alligators were always here. Sharks were always here. Yeah, they look like they've been through it. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, shit. Uh, Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Well, you just said alligators, and now I'm thinking about hunting down in Louisiana or something. I would love to go on How fun would that be? I want to go to Wyoming. Yes, we're doing that. That would be fun. We're doing a Wyoming hunt. I'd really like to do that Montana. The doe hunt. That if that's still an yeah, option, yeah, yeah, yeah. that sounds amazing. Um, what is it? It's just a straight deer hunt, or what, what animal? 
doe, deer, deer, okay. and it's only like babies and females. Jesus, and you shoot them in the head, but you get like twelve tags. So it's like you can get so much meat. And think shoot, of it, you're shooting fawns. Yeah, fine, sure. They're <laughs> overpopulated. It's called yeah. population right. control. Right. They're fucking up the grubwort population. <laughs> <laughs> But think of it, too. It's like, <clears throat> I always think, like, would you want to, like, yes, it's cool to have the trophy of, like, a giant six-by-six six deer. I have zero but interest it's in like, the trophy. I just want the But meat. But also, that six-by-six six deer is going to be old yeah. and leathery and jerky. Yeah. What is veal? Yeah, it's baby. Yeah, yes. Let's have veal of deer. And you just get... Babies and does, yep. yearlings and females. I'm I am absolutely game. Yeah. Um, what what season, what type of year, time of year is that? It's right during this archery elk. Is, That's why we're elk. talking about doing archery during muzzleloader elk. Uh, okay. This okay. is the nitty gritty. We'll yeah, get yeah, into yeah, yeah. When, off when, mic. When is the Wyoming antelope season? I believe it's like a four. That's month a season. three or four months. Uh, yeah, it starts. I, I think opener is like October. Whatever, whenever Chandra's birthday is. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, October first, uh, I think. Um, but I, I, I don't know if the target moves with it or, or how it how it all goes. Um, the couple times I've gone, uh, I believe it was early October was the was the opener um, for rifle anyway. But then they have you know the the other modern firearm and uh, muzzle loader and archery. So, but. Uh, yeah, I'd I'd love to do do that. I'd really since you talked gator, I'd love to go down and like catch a gator and and shoot it. <laughs> I know I know that sounds fucking horrible, but how cool is that? Like, because it's a it's a dinosaur. Yeah, it's it is. literally this like, is like Turok. Remember that? Yeah, yeah like, Turok the Dino <laughs> Hunter. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like it almost seems too easy. Though because they, yeah they're, they're not they're not afraid of humans so they'll just sort of float light but right they get right alongside one. of you yeah give me that twenty two but a deer I'm I mean, never I'll worried you want about to jump my on it safety first? I'll jump on it first well you're in a boat yeah well, okay all right I'll, wrestle it yeah oh I'll wrestle it dude all right now man you're that, the only one nothing not. but a yeah, dude I get fucking I, I want you getting I in there get with shit. that bench made knife and a fucking loincloth I get shit so much for saying I could fuck up a bear dude. I get, I constantly, I constantly every, get. Every video I see of an animal, like, human encounter, I send it to Jordan. Oh, like, yeah. All right, what's your move? Yeah. What are you going to do, you fucking idiot? Yeah. What, what episode? So I got, I got two people send me the same, <laughs> the same fucking grizzly bears just tearing each other up. And they're like, so, you think so, huh? <laughs> I was like, no, dude. You what was that? That PETA good. episode where yeah. you're like, I could choke out a bear. What is it? Uh, the snout. Yeah, what was that? The snout lock, dude. The snout lock. Yeah. <laughs> that was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard still. You're out of control. Oh, I love it. Uh, I got to uh, practice on it like Tyler's dog for, okay. you know, <laughs> that moose, big one moose. moose. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I think, I think there's uh I think there's a lot of hunting that's going to start coming up here pretty quick. Oh, good. You know, if 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 every if society stays together, which I hope to God it does, yeah. and yeah. we can just hunt and have there, a good time yeah. and prosperity, because that's the other thing, right? Like, I'm feeling like things in my life are kind of getting put together in a way where I feel like 
I feel like there are yeah, good things coming. Yeah, yes. I feel like That's things what are like I'm 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 seeing like stuff outside of work kind of happen that I enjoy and like, and I'm seeing like opportunities that all we need to do is just capture them, and the opportunities are there. Um, that, that and that's true for everybody. It's just that because we've been exp- like again back to our group is just kind of experimenting with different shit and mostly for fun. But you start to see what is possible when you when you just get out there and do stuff, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. it's like an we, entrepreneurial mindset and yes. like spirit. Yes, and perfect example is New Year's Eve. Our plan was to cook was to get a lamb from Costco. And cook it over an open fire. Well, Costco didn't have any lambs. So this motherfucker shows up with a sheep. We're like, (laughs) (laughs) all right. We guess guess we're slaughtering, butchering, field dressing, and cooking now. And you know what I mean? And so then that little light bulb goes on that goes, you know what? Not many people know how to do this. We should should just run a class teaching people how to do this. And I've been, I don't know if you've been getting traffic, but I've had... Probably half a dozen emails. People want to come to the slaughter a sheep day. Learn how you know what I mean. Learn how to field dress your own animal and cook it on an open fire. So that that's coming up this summer. We, we Jordan and I need to sit down and Held set down a date, date and yeah. really get serious about it. But it, it's something we're gonna do. Yeah, I mean, like uh, that that was a funny story. Yeah. How that oh all, yes, it how was. that unraveled. Yes, it was. And I the the pictures of Chandra like taking selfies with it. I felt so bad. <laughs> she <laughs> named it. She, she named it. it. <laughs> yeah. So we go. We go. Uh, again, we were going to get the Costco Costco sheep. Didn't work out because I procrastinated. Right the day of or you know day before, I was like, okay, I'm going to go grab this thing. And they were like, for I didn't think there was a market for. For, yeah, for lamb, whole lamb, for whole lamb, yeah. right? So apparently there is if they're I, at Costco. Yeah, I get sheep. Um, so yeah, whole lamb, and uh, I go in. They're like online. It said there was four. You get there, and again, oh. society is falling apart, <laughs> uh, and they can't keep their shit straight. So they don't have four. They have none. Uh, <clears throat> so then I'm I text uh, Tobin, and I'm like, shit, dude, like. And I felt horrible because I've been talking about this and I've been wanting this for like a month and a half. I'm just <laughs> like, I can't wait to cook one of these things. It's going to be awesome. But I need people there. Um, and then when that happened, I was like, well, what do we, What do I do? You know, and I started calling around and a couple places didn't have anything. Then you said Sylvana called there. They said they didn't have any. or And also like they were like, you want like a, a, a rack of lamb like a yeah. ribs i was like no i want like the whole thing they're like we don't do that it's like okay well so then the sylvana guy goes well uh we don't have anything like that right now sorry and i was like okay and i'm just calling everywhere so i kind of am short with the guy kind of an asshole and he goes but and i was like Arr! and you and he goes uh there's an old guy down the street who has a sheep or a, a lamb farm or a uh, uh a sheep farm yeah and uh, he goes, he's he's like 80. He's super cool to talk to. He's a nice old guy, easy to talk to. Uh, he probably has something for you if you want. So I was like, all right. So I try and look up his number, can't find it, call Sylvana back. Or is it Sylvana? Yeah, Sylvana right. meets. Um, call them back, and they're like, we don't have the number. It's like, all right. So I just drove up there. Yep. And this is, you know, up, up north a little ways. Yep. Drive up there. Pull in the guy's driveway, and I'm just sitting there, like, knock on the door. Nobody's there, so I just wait. 
And then I'm like, yeah, maybe he's in the town. So I drove over there. First, I Google Earth his house. And then, like, looked in the driveway for the cars that are there so I could like, <laughs> try, and f- try and find out, like, where is this guy? Like, what's his rig? And it's it's a little little truck. And I was like, okay, I know the truck. And I drove off, and I see his truck. And I'm like, oh, oh shit, shit, there he is. Perfect. Jordan's hunting so, Osama bin Laden over here. Yeah, so I, yeah. I'm trying to fuck that coat. Uh, so I pull into um, a place, and I kind of walk through the store a little bit. And then I'm like, you know what? I am I don't know what this guy looks like. I'm just going to go back. I'm looking for an old man. Yeah. You know, what do I say? Yeah. Who owns the sheep down the road, you know? Yeah. And uh, then I, I get jump in the car, head back, and he's there. And I was like, how the hell did he drive his truck? And it's the same exact truck is sitting there that I just saw. Yeah. But instead of a, a square tube uh, rack, he has a, a round rack. And I was like, oh, it's the same truck. I should have known better. Different guy. Yeah, I'm an yeah. idiot. I'm an idiot. Anyway, walk up, talk to the guy. He loads the thing up for me. Uh, he, I'm wearing flip-flops. He's like, well, my grandson's not here to catch it. I was like, well, not a problem. I'll wrestle that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no, as much as I'd like to see that, I'm going to have you uh, – We'll see if there's any in the barn. So they ended up hooking me up with this sheep or this lamb and, uh, yeah, brought it home. And then Chandra, I, I Chandra bro- walked it and I, named it. I broke down. I broke down and had to tell her because I was like, I can't, I yeah. can't not do this. Well, she's going to know. Right? Yeah. It's why, like, why this thing, a sheep ah, or, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like got to get a better sound. But yeah, they, I was like, there's. There's a sheep in the back, or the there's a lamb in the back of the truck. How'd you kill it? Did you shoot it in the head, or you slit it so? Both. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to bleed it out. But yeah. 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 So, so you shot it first. Yeah. What'd you shoot it with? Uh, Twenty-two. Yeah. Just a little. Right behind the ear. Yeah. Yeah. Turn turn the lights out, and then we cut its throat just to drain. Yeah. It. Mm-hmm. We killed pigs. The last I helped Dan slaughter a bunch of pigs. And he had his AR, and I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I think that's a little overkill. <laughs> and then we just got a 22 right behind the ear, mm-hmm. and that thing just went down and then just yep. cut open the jugular, exactly. and it was done. That's exactly yep. what we did. Yeah. So it was, uh, did that, and, you know, it was it was a cool, a somber moment, but it was a cool moment. Yeah. You know, to be like, so it's, it's, it's an It's animal. never fun killing, but it has yeah. to happen. But it was, it was it was cool to be in the situation with Tyler and cause it was, it was just the three of us. It was Tyler, um, Toby and myself. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, like this is what we're doing. Like this yeah. is how, yeah, yeah. this is what we need to do. Yeah. Like, this is more of a, it matters to live in this kind of a world as opposed to, I don't know where my meat truly comes from. I don't, yeah. I don't care. I don't want to see it. You Plastic know? wrapper. Yeah. And like it all, it's Plus dollar. You know how well you take care of it. Yeah, that's the other thing. You yeah. know and that how it's it, processed. It, it, the whole it had a good life in an open pasture, and we gave it a very clean and painless death. Yeah, yeah, as fast as we could with the best intentions possible. I mean, death is and death. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah, exactly right. And you say that to like try and make yourself feel better. Yeah, about doing what you just did. Yeah. Um. But none, nevertheless, like it, it turned out great, and like yeah, the well, whole the I, whole actually, process. Yeah, no, was, I, I don't think it's just that because if you look at where most grocery store meat comes from it's animals that are born in a shitty stock pen yeah. and they live in a shitty stock pen yeah. and they die in a shitty stock pen yeah, yeah. their and whole so life is their whole quality of life and again maybe they don't even know because they have small brains or maybe they do i don't know they don't but the quality of life of this particular animal was high yeah and then it had one bad you know five second moment at the end of its life 
It's bad. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, it, oh, it I think that's a perfect way to end it, dude. No. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, we, it ended up being a cool situation and uh, I think we're going to, we're going to make the best of another one. So it's yeah. going to be cool. Oh, yeah. There'll I'm be really more excited. to come. All right. I think, I think Mike's right. I think we should end the show right there. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night. Later.